0: Welcome to episode number three of Live Lunch with Joel Virgo, lead. I don't. Lead, lead. pastor? Leader? Leader. Leader. <laughs> That's why I paused. It's my other name, leader. Leader at Emmanuel in Lee. Brighton, Johann Philipp. Hi, yeah. Not a leader at Emmanuel in Brighton. <laughs> Definitely no. not now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you were, you were coming so close. <sighs> Never mind. Carry on.
0: So with this Sunday we started the gift. Um so just before that, are you going to recommend a, a book or anything for us? Yeah, or? I think I might actually. Oh, great. Do you have something? I do. Sorry. And you'll jump in when you
1: have the book. I think I might. You you, you do that. I will actually, this... I will mention it later on. I'm going to make a little note. Yeah. I'm going to write it down if I little, do with my little writing thing. Yeah. This
0: Sunday we started The Gift, yeah. uh new servant series looking... At uh, the Book of Isaiah, well, not the entire Book of Isaiah, Isaiah ch- uh, chapter nine. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about the gift and then how you kicked us off this? Yeah, we're,
1: we're doing a um, a a whole series of Sundays about Advent and Christmas, and uh, it's 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 just a, a brilliant opportunity to look at, to look forward to Jesus, uh, because that's what Advent is. It's 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 looking forward. It's it's saying um, we need. We need you to come to us, Jesus. We need more of Jesus in our lives. We need we need the the presence of Jesus with us, and we need you to come and return and, and rule and reign, like we believe He will. Uh, that's the that's the promise um, that He made that He would return and set up His kingdom. And to help us with that, we go back to the Old Testament where we find the script. You know, if we if we're looking forward to Jesus, and because He's the desire of our, of all nations, He's He's, he's our hope. He's He's the one that meets and fulfills needs. The prophets in the Old Testament help us to, to look forward to him because they were looking forward to his first coming and they, their their prophecies, their, their books, are full of that, that atmosphere of hope and looking forward.
0: Brilliant. I was actually going to bring you a gift for Paul.
1: Did anyone order some takeaway? Hey, I'm watching. I'm watching. So we have itsu today. We have some dumplings oh. and some teriyaki chicken. But the rules are, you can only use your chopsticks. Okay. Uh, so take sure your pick ever. between teriyaki chicken and dumplings. Fantastic. Oh, you take your pick. Man. The the while I um talk. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, there is a fork. That looks like. Oh wait. These look like things I'd get for, for for my daughter. Yeah. Kind
0: of the, the yeah. Why don't you take these home for the kids?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Put them in Fantastic. your pocket.
1: Excellent. Yes. Yes. Oh
0: wow! Wow. So, as I was saying, I was going to get you um, for the start of the series a gift. Yeah. i was actually going to get you a, a nicely wrapped present uh, because I I found something really nice for you. Oh yeah. Just for you. This ad this ad popped up on my Instagram that says you could get personalised socks, so. And not just any personalized socks. Yeah. Socks with a picture of your face all over them. <laughs> so I was going to take a photograph of my face. Your face. My face. Okay. For you, for your socks.
1: Wow. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. You know that some people rob banks with socks over their head. Yeah. So socks with faces on them. I would, I would, I would gladly wear your head when I was robbing the bank. No, no, next no. Time, next time I rob one. It's about like twenty
0: <laughs> small <laughs> socks or small faces all all over the all over the 20, socks. Twenty. Okay. Yeah so I, I look like them. 20 of you a whole gang yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but it costs 20 money out the till
1: 20 no yeah that's a not pound me. for each face
0: yeah 20 Goodness
1: quid me. and here you are for that's free 20
0: quid here you are you can look at my face memorize it and well, imagine it on your sock for don't
1: ever get me that gift uh, <laughs> but, but the thought the thought is what counts and it? it was touching
0: I was, I was chatting with Kate I mentioned this story and, she's, and she says she doesn't remember this Joel's wife she's watching, Kate. Kate well, Kate she's watching. 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 is she Sweet. Um and she said, Hi, honey <laughs> She said uh, that you. Always mention, and she doesn't remember this, mm-hmm. this terrible pair of novelty socks <laughs> yeah. that she wore to you. you were which she, she chose yeah. um, with, with love and tenderness, obviously, mm-hmm. having spent a few weeks, months dating you, mm. understood you, understood your need <laughs> for novelty yeah, socks. Right. Yeah. bought you a pair. Did not know me. and did realize she
1: did not know you because no. you were furious that novelty socks. Yeah. Are, I, I scorned them, I, I, I rent them in twain, I burned them. Did you? Let's oh. have a look. Let's have a look at what you're eating. Oh, well, yeah, this looks good. This is some chicken and some noodles oh, and yeah. in there. And oh, nice, rice. mate. You got the chopsticks down. You got the, you te- mm. got the tekkers. It's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow, I'm, I'm quite oh. impressed. Although well, I'm going to have to stop eating because I can't concentrate on what I'm saying and mm. use chopsticks. I can't do two things at once. Mm.
0: So. Can I try the dumplings.
1: They're good. Mm. Oh wow. No, mm. no. I'm going to. Uh, no, you have some of this. Oh, love some of your chicken. Yeah. I want to know what milk, the
0: Virgo score is.
1: On your food. Mm. Well, last week was Taco Bell.
0: Yeah.
1: Mmm. Mmm. Whatever that was. It... If somebody's
0: just tuned in now, they're probably just watching us <laughs> 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 <It's, it's>, eat <yeah. laughs> food. Yeah. What is going on? You must be riveted. Except to the meaty stuff, but this yeah. is the meaty stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what you did there? Mm-hmm. Mm, it was good. Okay. So, anyway, so just, as. Just, just before we carry on. Yeah, yeah.
0: There are two people in this room. Mm the wonderful Ben Watson, who just got us uh, food, and our production head for Live Lunch, Eva, who's behind the camera, mm-hmm. who both got engaged last week. Yeah. yeah! Yeah!
1: Do you need to clarify that a bit further? No, sorry, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not to each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, uh, not to each other, yeah. to their respective partners, uh, Ben and Felicity, <laughs> uh, Eva and Dan. So How are you feeling, guys? Great. Yeah, Great. you good? Fantastic. Blessed.
1: Good for you. That's a good sign. Mm. <laughs> I remember the first week of getting engaged, I, I was like, wow, what have I done? It was kind of one of those moments like, wow, this is a big deal. Partly because actually... She is like, watching. Hmm? I know she's watching, but she knows the story. She's had it plenty of times. I had to um, work very hard to persuade her to marry me. It took me about an hour. And then, you know, so it's like we, we were kind of pretty raw, quite new to it. And, okay. But yeah, about a week in, we both kind of just clicked and felt... This is cool, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So it's funny, the first few days of being engaged was was interesting. So just to encourage you, if you're out there and you've just got engaged and you're wetting yourself, I've been there and I know it's okay. It's going to be good.
0: I got engaged in the mountains in India. Yeah. On a rock overlooking valleys. By
1: Beautiful. yourself?
0: By myself. I went on my knee good to myself. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah, well really? done. Good. That oh, was lovely. Very special. Did you get emotional when you proposed?
1: I don't remember the emotions, okay. except it's the sense fun. of... Well, it really was quite raw. We hadn't talked about marriage. It wasn't like one of those things where you, had you, know, you discuss marriage, and then about a year into the discussion, you say, okay, let's get engaged. We just hadn't talked about it. So I, I, I really surprised her, and probably myself a little bit. Um, did you have a
0: ring?
1: Yeah, I had a ring. We did. It's ring. not the ring she's got now. <laughs> we replaced it. I got one, and, and then we replaced it with one that had a, a family... It's a better one, much better one. The one I got was rubbish. It wasn't, it was really good. I'm just trying to be funny. It was really good, but it wasn't as, it wasn't as good as the one she's got now. Uh,
0: I feel like we should have asked Ben and the Ever story, but time is limited, and uh, maybe another time.
1: Not Ben and the Ever There story. They haven't got one. <laughs>
0: no, because they, they have. So
1: that's we're getting They've a got kid. stories, yeah. Oh, will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's for later, after you turn the cameras off.
0: I heard, sorry, I know we've gone down a rabbit hole, but guess what? I heard... Ben goes down on his knee to propose to Felicity uh, on Se- uh, Seven Sisters. Yeah. And guess who suddenly shouts, "Ben, is that you?" <laughs> not in that accent, but it was Kenny Makush. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny McCush who leads our marina side was at was at um, Seven Sisters that that time. Was no, it's true. What was he doing there?
1: Spying.
0: I don't know. Did he did he did he shout like mid proposal? Hey, yeah. What's up? Not, not right in the middle there. No. Ah, uh, thankfully. Good it was lovely. Yeah, to see. Yeah. Great. Mm. Into the breach. Mm. Um, you preached on hope. Um, yes. This uh, this Sunday, yes. and you started off by, as I seem to be prophesying, the ultimate comeback. Yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. The Arsenal and Spurs
1: game. <laughs> yeah. On, over yeah. the weekend. Absolutely. I was kind of. I was being as I was prophesying because I have preached it before. Yeah. Did you watch so the match happen? I've only seen some highlights from it. But, yeah. Um yeah, it was a good example because I think what you have with with um, with books like Isaiah is is this strange um, account of, of of the future, and it's filled with hope, even though it's also filled with with some of the dark stuff that's going to happen to the country. So, so the Old Testament it, it's 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 full of. The, the, the second half of the Old Testament is full of prophets saying things that frankly often sound gloomy and dark about the future of Israel and the, the future of God's people and the future of the world in fact, in, in so many ways it's it's dark. Mm-hmm. But if you read the whole of the book of Isaiah, you, you you'll see that the the overriding theme is hope and the hope just kind of in the end conquers and overwhelms. The, the, the picture generally, it's a picture of hope for, for God, of his people, and for, for creation, and, and it's inspiring. But you think, how on earth did, did, does Isaiah keep this joyful atmosphere in the midst of some of the darkest moments of Israel's story coming up soon? Like they're going to get overrun by other countries and go through real suffering. How does he stay happy? How does he, how does he enjoy that? Um, and I, I, go, I guess he doesn't enjoy the pain. I'm not pretending that he enjoys it. It's, it's full of real pain being expressed, but he lives in a place of hope to such an extent that it's like he. Welcome. You've come with coffee. I've come with coffee. You can stay. With you. Thank, Thank you, you Josh. Good man. Thank you, Josh. This yeah, is yeah. flat you, white with oat milk, right? Is that yes, yes, oat milk. milk. Okay. So made from real yeah. oats. This coffee. I'm. I'm yeah. This is oh, your actually, hands on you. Hmm. Villas Café. Thank you, Villas Café. Thanks, Villas. So, so the, when you read Isaiah, it's like he goes in and out of tense. Yeah. Chapter 9, he kind of keeps saying, this is going to happen, and then he talks as though it's already happened, and then he talks as though it's happening now. And it's like he's playing with, with time. It seems to me like he's kind of almost playing with the rewind and the fast-forward button that we used to have on, on VC, v, VCR machines, or, or, or you have on lot if you're pl- watching a, a, a recording from or a download. And it, it does make me think of like watching a, 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 an amazing football match where, where your team has gone down in the first half and it looks bleak. But if you know, because you've seen the game already, your, your approach to it is different. You see, you see the sad bits in the context of the overall story and you actually kind of enjoy it in a strange way, or at least you, you kind of find it almost amusing. To see the other team losing, oh, sorry, winning, you see them rejoicing, scoring their goals, doing their their celebrations. To see their fans going mental, and it all looks it looks so happy for them and so miserable for you. But when you're playing around with the rewind, you could just kind of play that bit again, and just smile, maybe laugh, maybe smug. maybe say smug mm-hmm. things to the television. Um, but you're you're always aware. You know where the game finishes. That's that's how it works with Isaiah. He knows, you know. Jesus is coming, you know, Christmas is coming in that sense. He knows I, it's it's going to be okay. It, it, God's plan goes forward. His plan is good and we can be filled with hope even in the midst of sorrow and, and pain and so on. Because I've seen the end of the match.
0: All I could think of was Arsenal awesome supporters mm. and, and Spurs supporters. Let's
1: just pause it. I, I don't particularly like the Arsenal awesome supporters. No, I don't either. I, I, actually, I kind of... I, I would feel sad for Spurs, but right. about 50% of, of, of the Brighton church seems to support Spurs though, yeah. so you can't move for Spurs sports. So I don't know, why, why would that be, And Why do they all like Spurs I, I think they play, they play good football.
0: I think there's a... I was trying to analyse the, the Spurs football team and, and why we... why... why I, they're my second team, why I support them. Um, so many English, English players. So many English players, yeah. they the England team. Yeah, that's true. That's true, they do have a lot of English players. Yeah. yeah. But I think they haven't chucked a lot of money at their football teams. They haven't, they've, they've just, just played good football and, and done yeah. really well. Yeah, good for
1: them. And the Arsenal supporters <laughs> are really annoying. They are. The so Arsenal uh, supporters, Arsenal players, Arsenal generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's true. Yeah. Really cool. yeah, you know who you want
0: The way the Arsenal supporters, the way the Arsenal players celebrated after winning the, their game was as if they looked like they'd won. Like a cup final or something. So I think DC yeah. Spurs is such a great challenge. Oh
1: yeah, oh, no, no, that's right. It's, 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 it's serious gang warfare. Those those guys. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Mm.
0: Hey, moving along to moving back. Long. Moving back to Maxim- the gift.
1: Yeah. Um, so Brighton won as well on Saturday. Just saying. <laughs> running and running from behind we, as well, didn't we? We we were one nil down. Yeah. And we came back. Why did we go on
0: Arsenal Spurs? You should have spoken about Brighton Leicester.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't Brighton. It was Huddersfield. But we Brighton we okay. beat Huddersfield from one nil down. Thank you.
0: We're doing quite well this season.
1: Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing
0: okay. Okay. Next mm. question. Um, yeah. We. So Christmas is all about the gift mm. and about us giving presents mm. and about us receiving presents. I mm. love receiving presents. Yeah. can uh, find my gift list on Amazon. Uh, it's all about the presents that we exchange. Yes. But it's not the true g- gift. Yeah. What is the true gift of Christmas?
1: Well, I I think um, the way that God gives and the and the <laughs> the nature of of the gift he's given us is so different than uh, the way uh, we often use giving. So in reality, we will give things sometimes as a way of avoiding giving ourselves. Uh, Almost uh, you can give to people for all kinds of motivations. You could could give as a kind of decoy to keep people away from, from having to to <laughs> To really give of yourself to them, you know, maybe to sort of um, keep them satisfied, you know, distract them, locate them, bribe them. Sometimes we use gifts literally to win people's favor. Sometimes we use gifts to to uh, get people to like us. Maybe we use gifts to get people to do things for us. Maybe we use gifts to get people to excuse us. And so, gift giving can be actually very useful. And in the end, it, the, the gain can kind of be ours. I give something to you, and even perhaps hold a certain sense of um, entitlement and expectation that, that I'm gonna get something back in this deal. When you, when you look at it that way, you realize how radically different the gift of God to us has been in, in, in Jesus Christ. Um, it's funny, you know, even like Paul says in 2 Corinthians, chapter nine, he, he talks about Jesus as God's indescribable gift. Because mm. the whole nature of, of God giving to us his son, and so wholeheartedly, fully, completely giving him um, to us is, is, is astonishing. And it's, it's it's not based on any deal that God's trying to make. Uh, he's, he's, not, he's not got anything to gain from us He's not trying to win our approval, he's just giving himself. And the, the length, the measure to which he does give, and he gives so wholeheartedly. He, he, um, he gives us Jesus who becomes God with us forever and ever. You know, I so often think we imagine that, that God kind of lent us Jesus, because Jesus was with us for, for, for 33 years or thereabouts, and then went back to, to be with the Father and the idea might develop that therefore he was kind of ours for a while, and now he's gone. Um, but the truth of the matter is that he has given us forever, because right now he ever lives for us. He's continuing in his commitment to us. He's like a he's 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 married to his church. He's he's a groom who won't fail in his marriage vows, and so. We can know if we love Jesus that he's there and for us all time. Sure as he's risen from the dead, he's risen for our sake. This is an extraordinary thing that God should be that gracious and kind as to give us of himself forever and ever. Changes the whole way we see giving.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Another question about the the way we give is that giving seems to be almost like a, a, a secret thing where do not let your... Right hand, no, from your left. What you're giving, yeah. uh, and there seems to be, even the fact that it's, it's wrapped, it, it hides what's actually in, sure. inside there, sure. inside the package. Um, do you think it, there, there is there a link uh, yeah. between the teaching of what God gave to us and giving in secret?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that giving in secret would have been a strange thing for Jesus' first hearers. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about it in the context of don't give like people do around you. You can see the way people give and the, the way that the ordinary person in the time of Jesus would have given would have been, it wouldn't have been done without people watching. You, you do it in order to make an impression. You, you, you drum up some, some publicity and you make your announcement that you're giving um, in a kind of flashy way And that would have been part of the Roman culture, the Greek culture, it's even really, to some extent, in the kind of Jewish culture that Jesus is preaching into. And and Christianity just came and somewhat turned that upside down or challenged that. Because the way that giving would happen, and it's a little bit subtly laced into every world, every society, every culture, giving can be the thing that makes me feel empowered I give to you; therefore, you're you're beholden to me. You are obligated to me. You 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 owe me, and everyone saw. And so, I guess if you've seen the Godfather movies, and 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 you've seen that kind of, you perhaps come across that kind of culture, even in some sort of some of the mafia stories. That that you the way that favour and respect and ownership is one, is by doing favours for people. You do favours for them, you expect them to get... And it's almost like the last thing I want is to get a favour from someone uh, in, in the Mafia, because then I, I, I'm i expected that I, I'm obliged to them. Mm. When God comes into the world as a man, he teaches this completely different approach, and it's it's so, so different. Mm. I mean, it practically is different, because if, you, if you're, you know, if you're giving with an expectation that you're going to get something back, Jesus is saying, well, you've already got your reward. That's 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 not the point. Mm. Uh, it's your heavenly Father. He's the one who sees your giving. He's the only one who's who, who's in the end. That's why, I mean, Jesus' brother James writes about it. He says, every good and perfect gift is from the Father of lights, comes from above. He's, he's the one that gives in the end, it's all from him. So if anyone uses stuff to win people's approval or respect or to get control, it's totally invalid because it doesn't even belong to them. It all belongs to the Father. The only one who should be allowed to control us by his giving is the one who's given us everything that there is and given us of himself, given us his son. Um, But the way he enslaves us is completely different.
0: It's very fascinating. Can you unpack that a little bit because you do hear the the rhetoric that oh well you, you say that your God is a forgiving and a benevolent and a, and a generous God but yet there are conditions uh, to receiving his uh, I guess his favor. Um, what would you how would you respond to to statements like that about no God is a God who freely gives?
1: Yeah, I guess it's perhaps the difference between us imagining that we could trade with God, like. Yes, yeah, so your God wants to give stuff to me, does he? I notice he still wants to get stuff back. Mm. So, yeah, you know, so it's not free after all, mm. right? You, 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 you so you, there's some trade to be done, right? Yeah. But that's that's to again miss the fact that we have we don't have anything to give him. We don't come uh, to 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 trade in that kind of way. In spite of you know the, the the language of some of our our Christmas carols, you know, what shall I give him? Poor as I am. If I was a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I was a wise man, I would do my part. I think, I think that's how it goes. Why do you sing what it? I, the reason I don't sing it um, is- Because uh, you have nothing to give. <laughs> nothing to give. So, it, but what I have I give you, give my heart. And it's nice, it's, it's not wrong. It's, it's, it's kind of comes from a sentiment of wanting to do something for God. But here's the thing. If we think that we can trade with him, do some kind of transaction, we've missed the point. We've nothing to give but our debts, nothing to give but our need. And when God comes into our life, yeah, he would he expect some change to happen in our life, but not for his good in that sense, but for ours. Because mm. he knows better than us what, what makes for joy and freedom and delight and peace and all the things that we want. He knows more than we do. So when he says, okay, you've come to me, now do these things. Don't do those things. Do these things. What he's doing is he's bringing us into more liberty, yeah. not closing us down, yeah. but opening us up to far more joy and freedom than we would have known yeah. I, I I know I keep talking too much, so so I, I no, normally. No no no, no, but then, no. This is a this is a a, um, uh, a a way that my friend Andrew puts it when when he says God doesn't um, when when God gives us gifts um, we can't earn the gifts by giving him what we've got but we do need to be ready to empty our hands to receive them and and so. And so it's like that, becoming a Christian can feel like we're giving up a lot of things, but it's more like the person that when someone throws you something, you let go of what you're holding to have that thing. Of course you do, you let, of course I let go of it because I want this things better. And he does this thing with like throwing an iPad to someone and when they're, hold, they're holding something else, or like a, like a ball or, a, or, a, or a, I don't know, a bag, and they, they throw that aside to catch the iPad, and he does it when he's preaching to make this illustration. I, I, I throw away what I have in my life, whatever it is, the pride, the, the relationships that aren't good, the, the, the greed, the stuff that I'm holding on to that's stopping me from having Jesus. I don't want that anyway. I want Jesus. And so we give up those things, not out of trading with God, but out of having Brilliant. something better.
0: Uh,
1: Megan, you got a question first? Hmm. Yeah, I'd just be intrigued to find out what your worst gift to- is. If you ever send anything back and not tell them, you mean a worst gift given to me? Yeah, oh the man, and that you gave the novelty socks. I, apart from the novelty socks, gosh, that yeah, I, I'm trying Sorry, to think. Of what, Sorry, Kate, what yeah. would it be? I actually, that's that's a at the top of my head. Um, what have you got on your hand? What would be the worst gift you ever had? Worst gifts, <laughs> have we got a few I'm people just, out I'm, there. I've actually
0: got like a few. Different choices. I'm trying to go through the ones, but I'm trying to do it in such a way which, which you one, Megan? doesn't discourage yeah. the person from giving lives. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. so a certain anonymous person. Yeah,
0: but but <laughs> if I see what the joke is on live television, yeah, then <laughs> live television <Yeah>. to <laughs> the on the live <laughs> <of> television, <laughs> <millions, laughs> yeah. they might feel like oh I'm not, I'm not giving you a present again. and That what? would be a catastrophic loss. Would it help you if Megan
1: gave us her example? Yeah, you dig um, the hit for the team? Well, I've had a couple of, like, bad gifts, but uh, my mum likes to get us matching, me and my sister, matching things every year. So one year she bought us furry boot toppers, um, and they <laughs> just money re- the in the return pile, <laughs> both oh, me and my no. sister, so... Yeah. I mean, that's actually quite tame in terms of the gifts that have been quite bad. M- Mothers go that's through bad. pain, don't they, after Christmas? I, I, might, yeah. I feel I feel for a lot of parents who just... You just pour out your heart. My, my mum... One, and she doesn't mind me saying this, I hope. I'm sure I think I've said it publicly before, so it's too late, but Sorry, man. One, one day, I think it was the day after Boxing Day, the entire rejects queue at Marks and Spencers was made up of me and my siblings. <laughs> all of us, we were the queue, because <clears throat> it was all stuff, with thought, no, we haven't like these things, but she's, she's done way better since then on all kinds, but that was just one year, it just, something went wrong, we just all ended up with the wrong stuff, so maybe it, Maybe it wasn't a good advert for Master Spencers, but wasn't there for... Um, I do have one other question. Mm. So you are speaking from Isaiah, and it says in, um, it goes, Wonderful Counselor, um, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, and Everlasting Father. That was the wrong order. Mm. But, um, mm. yeah, what does that mean? Because it lists all the names. Um, is that talking about a specific thing, or is that kind of... Yeah. So, so um, I, this is actually a theme of the message coming up in a couple of weeks... Um, and so I, I, I'm going to give a fuller answer there, God, God willing, that's the, the plan. Um, but it's it's a, a really interesting thought that actually maybe what Isaiah's mysteriously pointing to is the fact that the one that's going to come to rescue God's people and rescue creation and restore things is the mighty God, but that means he is the wonderful counsellor, which is... The name for the Holy Spirit. Mm. It means that He is the Prince of Peace, which means that He's He's the son of the son of a, a king, you know, a, a mighty conquering son, and He's from the Father, the everlasting Father. Um, it's kind of all references to the Father, Son, Holy Spirit are in are in in the name, and that He's a mighty God. So that's a, that's a, I, I, you know, it's just interesting. I don't, you know, some people say, "Well, that's slightly over the top." Is that is Isaiah really talking about the Trinity or? But I, I can't help wondering if, if the Bible is written by the Holy Spirit and it's about God who is Father, Son, and Spirit, mm-hmm. maybe that will poke its way into the Bible all over the place. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: two minutes left.
1: Yeah. So. Um,
0: before we wrap it up, I have a, one last question. Um, Christmas can be a really busy season. Mm. Um, it's just tiring, isn't it? Hmm. Emotionally tiring, hmm. uh, physically tiring, there's a lot going on. I'm already a little bit tired, You're me. A bit, bit
1: emotional yeah. about the whole thing. <laughs> <A> bit <laughs> wearying. The more, the more we talk, the more I'm just oh. I'm t-
0: sorry. I, just, I, I feel quite uplifted. I'm, I'm ready go. Good. This is, you, you enjoy this is my rest. Um, what are some of the things that you recommend? Or, or what? just some of the things that you do to, yeah. to
1: find rest, to find replenishment, so, um, refreshment? This is a good question. So the book that I was man. going to recommend I'll recommend next week
0: Really? Hey, yeah,
1: because there's no time. This question is oh, more important, than this is urgent. I think, remember to... I think actually it's as simple as giving thanks to God in the midst of everything and enjoying, making sure that you're actually finding a way in the midst of the, all that goes on with Christmas to put Jesus first, enjoying Jesus, thanking Jesus because in the reality is that Christmases can go wrong, things can go badly. Um, Christmas can set you up and then disappoint you, but Jesus is never going to do that. Um, and so, having your having your firmest grip on Him, and a slightly lighter grip on Christmas is is going to help for a start. And uh, I, I think you know all the other things like you know get some rest, take some time out. Yeah, they're all important, but actually, most of all. Um, Remember who is really going to satisfy you most of all. And part of how we do that is giving thanks to God for everything we enjoy. Just remember where it comes from. Give thanks to him at every stage.
0: So I just realised that Christmas Day is a Tuesday. Christmas Day, a live, um, awesome, really oh, live lunch, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? I really would be What a lovely live lunch that would be, the Christmas yeah. special. Live on Christmas here, Day. I I promise. Uh, thanks so much for joining us next Sunday. Sorry, this Sunday that's coming up uh, at the showroom centre, 6pm. The gift. Uh, our incredible Emmanuel band what? will be live at the, at the Shoreham center, doing a fantastic Christmas concert. It was amazing Sunday night. It was phenomenal. Amazing. You don't want
1: to miss it. It was okay. phenomenal. Thanks so much.